Bismillahirrahmanirrahim In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful Hero Habits How to be awesome every day at work and life By Hugh Calver This is what you will learn from this guide today 1. Why habits are so powerful and worth creating. 2. A quick rating of your current habits. 3. Where the buck stops and what to do about it. 4. How to know what habit to create. 5. Why consistency is more important than big. 6. The science behind habits and why rewards matter. 7. How to feed the good habits. 8. The trick to firing bad habits. 9. Habit number 1. Getting better, more sleep. 10. Habit number 2. How to create amazing mornings habit three or number three five ways to win by listening better 12 habit number four four proven ways to lose weight by eating differently 13 habit number five five fast ways to get in shape even if you aren't now 14 habit number six seven steps to reading twice as fast habit for uh, habit seven this is number 15 of course how to plan like a pilot and reduce your anxiety 16 habit number eight six ways to easily bring mindfulness into your day if you know your day could be more productive, fulfilling, and rewarding, read on. I have included all my research and experimentation over the last five years in this easy-to-understand guide. Hero Habits how to be awesome every day at work and life. Published by Care Publishing 3021 Panos, uh, Panosy, or sorry, Pandosy Street, Kilowana, British Columbia, Canada, V1Y1W3. The site is www.hughculver.com. Please share this ebook. I wrote it for the benefit of anyone that wants to create great results in their day. If you know of someone that would benefit from reading it, please forward it to them. All the best. Hugh Culver, Kilowana, BC, January 2015. Life is hard. I am an optimist. Can't help it. Just the way I am wired. As an optimist, I get myself into trouble by over-promising and underestimating how long everything will take me. Sound familiar. My list of tasks is twice as long as I have time for. And it usually gets longer, not shorter, as the day goes on. Not good. I am fast to create new, exciting projects, but slow to delegate tasks. Even when I delegate, I often miss. Sorry, and I, even when I delegate, I often micromanage. Everything I want seems to require more effort on my part. 
it's an exhausting way to achieve success. It's like that depressing old saying, life is hard, and then you die. That's been my story through three company startups, a graduate degree, marriage, children, three Ironman competitions, 12 marathons, and the long list of other hard work examples. Every time I had a new challenge, I braced myself to add more hard work to my already full plate. I have a different story now and a much better way of getting what I need. It's all about hero habits. Enter hero habits. When I was growing up, I loved shows like Batman and the Green Hornet. Both crime fighters had a trusty sidekick, Robin for Batman and and Kato for the Green Hornet. Whatever nasty situation they got into, they could count on their partner to help pull them out. That's what hero habits do for you. A hero habit is a routine you create that makes you a hero over and over again. It could be for health, sales, marriage, reading, planning, communication, or meditation. It's your Kato, always there, never tiring, ready to serve. I love my hero habits. According to research from Duke University, as much as 40% of your daily activities are habit-based, like brushing your teeth, washing dishes and driving your uh, get free vid and driving your uh, get free videos and more helpful uh, resources at and driving your car uh, you may get more sorry and driving your car i'm not talking about those uh, I'm not talking about those hero habits. I'm not talking about those, sorry. Uh, hero habits make you a better person, create capacity, your ability to take on more responsibility and build success in your work and life. You create your hero habits by first looking at what you need. You may get videos and more helpful resources at www.hughculver.com. Rate yourself. It is easier to prevent bad habits than to break them. Benjamin Franklin. Something uh, magical happens when you put a number uh, to a problem. Once, when presenting to an audience of business leaders, I ask what response they get when asking staff, how is, how is it going? After a collective sigh, the consensus was good, fine, or okay, a bad start to a conversation. I suggested they ask for a number. When you put a number on something subjective like how are you doing today, you get a more specific answer, one you can build on. For managers wanting to engage in a meaningful conversation, they can start with, on a scale from 1 to 5, how are you doing today? Regardless of what the answer is, you have something to talk about. You, uh, your car also gives you, uh, your car also gives you numbers, so you so you know your speed, how much fuel is left, etc. Your bank, utility company, and a credit card company all give you numbers, so you know what to pay. What about you? Do you rate yourself? Before we look at new hero habits, let's look at ones you already have. For each of the following habits, rate yourself on a scale from 1 to 5, where 0 means I never exercise this habit, and 5 means I use it consistently well. So let's go over the habits. Planning habits, long-term and short-term. Work habits, working from a plan, not procrastinating. Organization and anti-clutter habits at work and at home. Diet habits, 
eating healthy foods in the right amount, exercise habits, intensity, frequency, consistency, sleep habits, amount, uh, quality, consistency, uh, being present in meetings, conversations, and with family, meeting appointments, and being on time, limiting uh, time on email, TV, social media, etc., making realistic promises. My guess is your results were not all fives. That's okay. I'm in the same boat. The idea is not to beat yourself up, but to be aware of your habits and work at improving them one at a time. As the 18th century author and playwright Guth once wrote, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, therefore, is a habit not an act now that we have awareness the next step is becoming accountable and owning the need to change Uh, that starts with needs what do you need first we make our habits then our habits make us 17th century playwright john uh, dryden you have wants and you have needs big difference i might want a porsche frankly i don't even care about what model but i don't need one i want one million dollars of income but i don't need it when it comes to habits you need to know what you need anyone who has tried to start working out at the gym even just once a week understands how hard it is to uh, start a new habit you can succeed many have but you have to need it the same applies to losing weight earning more wasting less time or clearing your closet of unneeded clothing you've got to need it when i started investing in real estate it put real pressure on my cash flow in the beginning I had to find another $105,000 per month I didn't have. In the beginning, I had to find another $1,500 per month I didn't have. I don't know about you, but my bank isn't very sympathetic if I have a slow month. Coming up with that money every month was a need. When I registered for the Yokon for the Yokon River Quest, YRQ, with my racing partner, we had a need. The Yokon River Quest, YRQ, is known as one of the longest endurance races in the world. 714 kilometers, uh, 444 miles. You have to show up healthy, strong, and ready to endure over 50 hours of racing including paddling through the night twice we need to train or suffer the consequences that's the need so what's the need for you what routines are you running now that get in your way is your body sick your work suffering your relationships on the edge what will drive you enough so that your new habit will stick A good place to start is by pointing a finger at yourself. Point a finger. We are taught you must blame your father. We are taught you must blame your father, your sisters, your brothers, the school, the teachers, but never blame yourself. It's never your fault, but it's always your fault because if you wanted to change, you are the one who has got to change. Catherine hip burn hip burn it's easy to blame we all do it it sounds like this i have to work so many hours i don't have time for anything else i'm exhausted when i get home i can't do anything until i finish this project i can't even think about it until i get through this season project or year i've tried this before and it didn't work then
blah, blah, blah. Go and tell Adam Brown, founder of Pencils of Promise, who built 258 schools in impoverished countries in only six years, uh, you don't have the time. Go and tell uh, Malala, <coughs> Yusuf, <coughs> go and tell Malala Yusuf Zini, Pakistani activist and 2014 Nobel Peace Prize uh, recipient, it is, ho- it is too hard to change. Go until John Green. He left his training as an Episcopal priest to write books like the bestseller, The Fault in Our Stars. Change is difficult. Go until anyone who achieved big results, why you can't make a change, and guess what they'll tell you. <clears throat> Do it anyway. My dad used to say there is never a good time to buy a house. Same applies for habits. You will always have a reason why you can't. It's always easier to say no rather than expend the energy to try to make something new happen. It's the brain's path of least resistance designed to avoid the effort of trying harder. The best way to get inertia is to simply pick one habit you want to start, stop, or change, make the change, and be consistent. The best way to get inertia is to simply pick one habit you want to start, stop, or change, uh, make the change, and be consistent. Don't go big, go consistent. When I was training for my last Ironman competition, I knew I was in trouble. I completed my first two races when I was in my early 30s. Lots of energy, more time, lots of fun. When I registered for my third event, I was 47, not as much zip, very little time, not nearly as much fun. So I had to make a decision. I knew I couldn't put in five hour bike rides, swim intervals, or pound out the hours running uh, of run or pound out the hours of running I used to. Instead, I chose to be consistent. I knew if I consistently completed high-quality training, it would be far better than sporadic, hardcore, long workouts. I would build a solid platform of fitness that I could add more training to in the final two months before the race. It worked. I was slower in the race by an hour, but I came always smiling uninjured, always a good thing, and I had a good (coughs) or a great time, (coughs) and I had a great time. Just like uh, a wheelbarrow, when you pick something up and keep it moving, it's a lot easier to keep it uh, going. It's also more uh, maneuverable. The hardest thing is, is to pick something new up like a new habit. That's where rewards come in (coughs) how hero habits work we used to think habits became habits simply through competition do something over and over again for 21 days and presto you have a habit not so if all we needed was repetition we would all stick with our diet meditate every morning and never procrastinate again yeah right We now know that having the right rewards is what makes a good habit a sticky hero habit you can rely on. So here is how it works. Your brain is constantly sparking a response from the body. I know, not very scientific language. Bear with me. When you need something to happen, like eating, talking, sleeping, or phoning, your brain sparks a reaction that could turn into a one of routine or a habit-based routine. If I'm fixing something on my house like a rain gutter, that could spark a one-off routine because I've never done it before. But the process I go through to plan the repair, get the needed materials and complete the task could be a habit-based routine. Reaction, routine, reward. 
Finally, we have our reward. The reward could be checking, fix, rain, gutter off my list. Or it could be I feel good knowing that our house is protected for the next time it rains. Or maybe I made someone else happy like my wife. Regardless, there is always a reward, even when the routine habit is unwanted. The following common scenarios will help you identify the three parts to a habit. Unwanted habits, reaction, I should phone the client. Routine, I put it off. Reward, I avoid possible discomfort if the client doesn't have time to talk. Unwanted habits, I should go to yoga class. Routine, I keep checking my email and now it is too late. Reward, I avoid the hard work of exercise and I get more emails done. Unwanted habits, I think about someone on my team that didn't, sorry, that did a great job. I think about someone on, on my team that did a great job. Routine, I tell myself I'll thank them when I have more time. It never happens. Reward, I stay busy and avoid what might be an uncomfortable conversation. Hero habits, reaction, I should phone the client. Routine, I plan my calls for the first 90 minutes of the day and avoid all distractions. Reward, regardless of outcome, I feel more confident and over time get better sales results. Hero habits, I should go to yoga class, routine, I stand up and get ready to go. Reward, I keep my promise and feel energized after the workout. Hero habits, I think about someone on my team that did a great job this week. Routine, I stand up, walk down the hall and thank them. Reward, they feel good and I feel supportive. Now that you know how habits work, it's time to decide what to do with habits you shoulder, uh, you should either. What to do with habits you should either feed, fire or form. <coughs> feed the good ones. Good habits are worth being fanatical about. Good habits are worth being fanatical about. John Irving. Imagine you made a plan to go to the gym first thing in the morning. You did. And now your hour long workout is about finished. You've been on the stationary bike, hit the uh, rowing machine, did some weights. You feel great. So you decide to see the results. After all, you've been working hard for an hour, sweating up a storm. Surely you've burned off gobs of calories and pumped up some vein popping muscle. You must be ripped. You imagine heads turning and people nodding in awe as you head to the locker room to examine your hard, your hard-toned body. You strip off your sweaty shirt, suck in the gut, and stand in front of the mirror. Bad idea. Obviously, your body, obviously your body doesn't change in one hour. It would be nice, but that only happens in Hollywood. In a state, you need to find more creative ways to get your reward. Remember, there has to be a reward for every habit you want to feed. Maybe you feel better after going to the gym. Focus on the reward. If you make the call to the new client, regardless of what happens, you are getting closer to a sale. Focus on that reward. If you talk with the team member you're upset with, you'll feel relieved. Maybe the relationship will even improve focus on that reward. If you go to bed an half hour earlier so you can meditate in the morning, you'll feel more relaxed and focused for the day. Focus on that reward. Sometimes I'm motivated by just keeping a promise with myself. That's enough reward to make me want to keep more promises and sometimes I need to manufacture a reward. For over 10 years, I have been tracking my exercise. I'm not uh, manic about this. It's uh, simply for motivation. My goal is to average one hour of good quality exercise per day, uh, marking my workout after the workout on my 
calendar has to be a part of the motivation uh, for over 4,000 workouts. Last year, I totaled 496 hours for an average of 41.3 hours a month. Not bad for a cheap calendar. Fire the bad ones. When we learn a bad habit takes over the brain map in that area, this is why it is hard to unlearn a bad habit. It has a residency first, like an unwanted roommate. Norman uh, Dolch, MD, the brain that changes itself. We all have them, bad habits. It could be overeating, smoking, excessive drinking, or procrastination at work. You want to stop the habit. You know it's not good for you. So why is it so hard to break? The answer is in the reward. One of my bad habits was staying up late and scrimping on sleep time. I would stay up until 11 p.m. or later, watching a documentary reading or worse, catching up on work. I would still wake up at 5 a.m., but I didn't feel fully rested. The jury is out in terms of how much sleep we need. Everyone is different. But I know if I get seven habits of sleep, I feel fantastic in the morning, rested and ready to go. So why was I staying up late even though I knew I shouldn't? I didn't. I did it because I was getting a reward. After a full day of writing, exercise, kids, wife, work, running errands, meals and clean up, I wanted to zone out. I felt I deserved, even needed, do nothing time. So I took it and I paid the consequences the next morning. The trick to firing old habits is to first identify the reward you get from the current habit. In my case, it wasn't the movie or book or work. That's too obvious. It was zone out time I was craving. The activities that kept me up late all led to the same reward. My willpower was exhausted and even though I knew I needed sleep, the pull of zoning out overpowered rational thought. So I stayed up late and felt groggy and slightly out of control in the morning. What I needed was to fire the old habit and form a new habit, a hero habit form the new ones the people you surround yourself with influence your behaviors so choose friends who have healthy habits dan uh, butner now that i know what i uh, now that i know what the unwanted routine is staying up late and the reward i am getting zone out time i need to form a new habit in other words, simply telling myself to go to bed earlier might work for a while, but eventually I'll migrate back to the old habit. I needed to satisfy the reward I wanted with a better habit. That's why I created what I call my morning club habit. I knew I wanted zone out time. I also wanted time to sleep and to be productive. The first change I made was to make a list of what I wanted to do on waking Usually it is a writing project followed by uh, meditation and exercise. Next, I allow myself about 30 minutes of reading, playing, uh, uh, playing, journaling or watching TV before bed. And finally I commit to being and finally I commit to being in bed by 10 p.m. to read uh, and getting seven hours sleep. I love it. I get chill out time. I get chill out time. I have uh, productive time and I'm getting more sleep. I fired the old habit and formed a new one. Now let's look at hero habits you can adopt. So you have hero uh, uh, number one, hero sleep. Sleep is that golden chain that ties health and our bodies together. Thomas Decker If you shortchange yourself on sleep, it will cost you. If you shortchange yourself on sleep, it will cost you. Uh, 
It might be you sacrifice sleep because of workload or maybe you have a sleeping problem. Regardless, we all need sleep to restore our energy and health. What once might have been considered a badge of courage, insufficient sleep is proven to lead to a crazy list of both short-term and long-term issues like premature aging. Lack of sleep leads to a breakdown of uh, collagen, collagen, the protein that keeps skin smooth and elastic. Again, premature aging. Lack of sleep leads to a break down of collagen, uh, the, bro- the protein that keeps skin smooth and elastic. Weight gain. In one study, people who slept less than six hours per day were 30% more likely to be obese. A premature death. A lack of sleep can double your risk of death from cardiovascular disease, uh, white hole uh, 2, white hole 2 or study, white hole 2 study of over 10,000 people, plus a host of other issues including lower libido, lower libido, suppressed immune system, impairing your brain's ability to reason, and solve problems, forgetfulness, and depression. Should I go on? Solving a sleep problem could be a complex issue that requires specialized help. My wife, who has suffered from sleeping issues for many years, resorted to overnight sleep lab that monitors your change in physiology through the night, heart rate, perspiration, brain activity. Try these changes first. If you still aren't getting the sleep you need, get help. Sleep uh, is like water. We can't live without it. Get off screens. Get away from screens one hour before going to bed. Computers, smartphones, and tablets emit the blue spectrum of light, which suppresses the hormone uh, melatonin which suppresses the hormone uh, melatonin, which helps us feel drowsy. Turn the volume down. Choose non-stimulating activities, TV, YouTube, email, Facebook, movies, and practicing Zumba fire up your brain. And practicing Zumba fire up your brain, making it harder drop off, making it harder drop off instead have a low stimulus routine in the last 30 to 60 minutes before you uh, before you lay down uh, like lyric meditation uh, reading fiction uh, artwork or journaling stop eating early snacking before bed is a bad idea digestion makes sleep more difficult extra calories mean extra weight and you feel full in the morning Stop eating an hour before bed. Uh, Take short naps. If you take naps, limit them to 15 to 20 minutes and don't nap late in the afternoon. Use naps to restore your energy, not as a replacement to sleep. Plan your morning. A quick list for the morning made before uh, bed gets uh, to-dos out of your head and makes you more productive as soon as you wake up see hero mornings a quick list for the morning made before bed gets to do uh, gets to do's out of your head and makes you more productive as soon as you wake up see hero morning number two hero mornings an early morning walk is a blessing for the whole day henry david uh, thoreau I often ask audiences if there are a morning person. The majority are. We all have a circadian rhythm that influences the release of neurotransmitters like uh, serotonin and noripinephrine that make us feel awake and optimistic. That rhythm starts in the morning. Hero mornings take advantage of the precious time zone so you can accomplish what you would never have time or energy for 
any other time or day. Years ago, I shifted from staying up late to going to bed earlier and started to enjoy early morning writing time. Once I stopped being a night owl, I learned how precious my morning hours can be. Plus, I was able to write my blog every week. Most of my blog posts are over 1,000 words. Complete client proposals on times, complete client proposals on time, and work on uh, book projects. For two hours, like this morning, I have undisturbed time to think, write, and work on whatever project is current for me. I love it. Here is my routine. Just before heading to bed, I list what, uh, what, I'll, what I'll work on in the morning. This is important. The better my instructions, the faster I get to work. Five, make tea. Five, ten, writing. Six, stretch, more tea. 640 silent meditation 7 outside <coughs> for 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 run or fast walk with my <coughs> dog Riley 645 weights uh, 3 by 3 times a week 8 uh, breakfast with family 845 leave for office <coughs> for one week record what you your morning routine is don't make a big deal of it just note uh, when you wake up, go to bed, exercise, commute, whatever. The idea is to notice your pattern. Uh, next, build your new hero habit and remember to tack on a reward you'll enjoy. Finally, practice and experiment with the new habit for a, for a two weeks. What's working better? Are you getting a reward? What's What still doesn't work? What can I change and try for one week? Keep experimenting. You are building a habit. It needs to fit you. Uh, number three, hero listening. People may hear your words, but they feel your attitude. John C. Maxwell. Are you a good listener? Sure you are in some ways. But would your wife, husband, partner, employee, boss, client give you a five out of five for being a truly awesome listener? That's a habit worth developing. Uh, if I don't work at it, my bad listening habits can take over. I interrupt, finish sentences, uh, get distracted, make assumptions, and basically can do everything wrong, not pretty. Fortunately, I have developed better listening habits and I get massive rewards by exercising, by exercising them. I have fewer arguments with my wife. My employees feel more understood and I'm teaching my daughters Dads aren't total goofs and listening uh, matters. These are my top five hero listening habits. All are super easy and work instant instantly. Be curious. It's easy to judge. She's wrong, incapable, misguided, controlling, angry, manipulative, whatever. It's smarter to be curious. Genuine curiosity opens the doors to new opportunities. If you are f uh, feeling judgmental, if you are feeling judgmental, ask this question. What do they need right now? When you take the focus of how right and justified you are and shine the light on them, your natural curiosity will open you to a better, more generous place. When you take the focus of how right and justified you are and shine the light on them, your natural curiosity will open you to a better, more generous place. Say it with your face. You go into your head and start thinking about your response, why you disagree, how right you are, and how wrong they are. Your face goes blank. To quote the philosopher Lady Gaga, No, he can't read my poker face. No one wants to look at a poker face. Nod your head, smile, raise your eyebrows, it doesn't mean you necessarily agree, just that you hear them. Don't interrupt. It's wrong. Doesn't help you and pisses people off. Stop it. Ask questions more than you talk. Three somewhat sneaky reasons why this works. One, people love to talk about themselves. Two, you learn more with the questions. Three, questions let you direct where the conversations goes. Summarize, nothing 
trumps an accurate summary. Nothing trumps an accurate summary to prove you were listening and can get you closer to a decision. Like this summary, it sounds like these five hero listening habits can help you rescue a marriage, avoid an argument, and sell used low mourners. Number four, hero eating. The only way to keep your health is to eat what you don't want, drink what you don't like, and do what you'd rather not. Mark Twain. Houston, we have a problem. Somehow, over the last two decades, we have become a generation of overeaters. In fact, nearly 70% of Americans are either overweight or obese, and it's getting worse. Now, some 30% of our children have adopted the bad habits of their parents and are labeled obese. That's where hero eating habits come in. Let's face it, there are only three ways to be healthier, eat less, eat better, exercise more. And eating less is by far the easiest of the three to master. Pull on your shorts. Hero Fitness is up next. You might think you eat when you need. You might think you eat when you need to, and only as much as needed. Not so. Not so. When given the choice, an opportunity like ten days on a Caribbean cruise, people invariably eat more than they need. In one very sneaky study, a professor of marketing at Cornell, Dr. Brian uh, Wonsink, rigged a bowl of soup to keep filling as it was consumed. Participants with the rigged bowl drank 70% more soup compared to those with a normal bowl. What's worse, nobody noticed. Whether it is the size of the scoop for the bowl of candy, size of plate for the buffet line, or a bottomless bowl of soup, chances are you will eat more. That's a problem. It takes enormous output to burn off calories input. For example, it takes 90 minutes of fast walking to burn off a single medium serving of french fries. Imagine what it takes to burn off a typical fast food meal. It's simple math. If your goal is to lower weight, gain fitness, or add energy, eat less. Any one of these hero habits will make a difference. Pick one, blend in uh, a reward, feel better, lose weight, be proud, etc. And you have a hero meal. Drink water. A glass of water before every meal staves off hunger and hydrates you better brain function, anti-aging, digestion. What's not to like? Go nuts. I travel with a small bag of mixed nuts and nibble from it between meals. By the time the buffet line is forming, I'm happy with a small meal. Get new plates. In one test, people with larger plates served up 30% more food. Wow. In one test, people with larger plates served up 30% more food. Wow. Either get smaller plates or think of your plate as divided into uh, thirds. Leave one third empty. Wait 10 minutes. It takes about 10 minutes for your stomach to uh, raid you, uh, the brain, the tank is full. When you pace yourself and eat more slowly, you allow the full feeling to happen before you overindulge. Hara Hachi Bu. Hara Hachi Bu. This habit comes from the island of Okinawa. Okinawans enjoy 80% lower rates of heart disease, lower blood pressure, cholesterol, and rates of cancer as compared to Americans, Harahachibu. And it simply stop and it simply stop eating when you are eighty percent uh, full. Five or number five hero fitness. 
If you thought there was no easy answers to getting younger next year, um, you were right. Chris Crowley. The primitive body design we inherited from our uh, Paleolithic era ancestors is designed to move. Whether it was gathering food, hunting, and escaping, or sorry, escaping harm, or carrying heavy loads, we worked and burned off calories every day. Uh, sitting in your car in front of a computer in meetings and on the phone doesn't cut it. You need to move more. Hero fitness habits are all about movement, but not just at the gym or when you ride your bike on weekends. Hero fitness habits are designed to get your body moving all day. These are super simple ways to build your hero fitness habits. Walk faster and younger next year, authors Chris Crowley and Dr. Henry Lodge recommend getting your heart rate up to 60 to 65% of your maximum heart every time you exercise. Maximum heart rate equals 220 minus your age. At that rate, your body is breaking down cells and initiating the critical anti-aging rebuilding cycle. You are also building muscle, burning fat, and stimulating uh, your brain. All good stuff. Move every 20 minutes. Over four hours of sitting a day, commuting, meetings at your desk, watching TV, doing email, uh, doubles your risk of type 2 diabetes obesity and coronary disease it is no wonder sitting has been called the new cancer a simple trick is to move your waste basket recycling box and a printer away from your desk a simple trick is to move your waste basket recycling box and printer away from your desk i probably stand up and move 30 times in a day just because of this one change take the stairs I had a client once who trained for one of our Antarctica expeditions by taking the stairs in his building every day. In one study, University of uh, Roehampton, it was estimated that climbing five flights of stairs five times a week burns over 300 calories. Stand up. Stand up for phone calls on flights, uh, during movies, and in meetings. You will feel better, sound more energetic, and look better. At least two of those are true. Park further away. At a normal pace, you will burn 30. Sorry, at a normal pace, you will burn 80 to 140 calories per mile walking. Pick up the pace and you can double that burn. Number six hero reading. I took a speed reading course and read War and Peace in 20 minutes. It involves Russia. Woody Allen. Even with YouTube, smartphones, and podcasts, nothing beats learning from the written word. It's through books, articles, blogs, mag- magazines we can get a deeper understanding of an argument or appreciate a poignant story or feel the pain of the uh, protagonist. My question is, what kind of a reader are you? Rate yourself on this quick scale, on a scale from 1 to 5, where 5 equals most of the time. I start books, but often don't finish them. I have a habit of rereading sentences. I know I could improve my reading speed. I tend to forget most of what I read. The average person reads at about 200 to 250 words per minute. With a few small improvements and a bit of practice, you should be able to double your reading speed and still have a comprehension rate of at least 75%. Follow this formula. It's designed for business books, and you'll be on your way to reading faster and enjoying more great books. Plan to read. Plan to read. You'll have greater speed and retention if you read in a quiet place when you are fully awake and have committed time to read. Read the table of contents. Start by scanning the table of contents. Note what parts are most interesting and what parts can be skimmed. Read the first paragraph. Start each chapter by reading the first paragraph, then the subheadings, and finally the last paragraph. Stop rereading. 
use a device, a piece of paper, a ruler, or your finger to move down the page, uh, keeping your eye moving along with the device. Keep moving at a steady uh, pace, slightly faster than comfortable. Skip words. You don't need to read every word to get sufficient comprehension. Start by reading the third or fourth word in uh, or the fourth word. Start by reading the third or fourth word in from both ends of the line of next of the text. Uh, this will prepare you to take uh, snapshots of lines rather than reading everywhere. Uh, create a goal. You can quickly circulate your reading speed by averaging the by averaging the number of words on a line and multiplying that by the number of lines on the page. Uh, from there, it is easy to measure your speed for reading the page. Set a goal to double your reading speed. You will save time and probably not miss anything. Take notes. I also take a few notes as I go on a notepad. When I've finished the book, I load a picture of my notes in uh, Evernote. That's all I need to recall uh, key lessons, quotes, and my own insights. I use this formula for every book. I can now read about 700 words per minute and comfortably wrap up a book with notes in a week. These simple hero habits allow me to comfortably cruise through my through more books, take better notes, and get rid of that annoying stack of unread books uh, by my bed. Number uh, seven hero list making list suck. They suck your energy, your focus, and your results, especially if they aren't prioritized. If you've ever had a day where by 10.30 a.m. your list is longer than when you started, I have a better way. The goal with Hero List is to get focus without losing track of anything and to avoid overwhelm. I use Evernote to store these lists, but you can use most popular apps for your phone. Uh, Wonder List, Lyft, Todo, Things, etc. As long as they allow you to categorize your list, you can even use a simple MS Word document or Pages document on a Mac. There are five categories in your hero list. Learn more about plan like a pilot and a flight uh, plan here. Life plan. These are your long-term goals like a bucket list for life and goals for this year. I keep uh, mine visible at the top of other lists so I can be reminded of what's really important. Life plan. Day plan. I work from this list during the day. I write this list out every evening, working from my flight plan and what is left over from the previous day. My goal is to remove anything that's been moved more than once. During the day, I am adding a crossing off and modifying this list so I keep it on a notepad that travels with me. The flight plan. This is a short list. 12 or fewer tasks of what must happen by Friday. I include critical meetings, proposals, staff coaching, marketing, and personal goals. This is a list, or this list is created every Friday or Sunday, depending on my travel that week, pulling from my last uh, week, this month, and my uh, someday list. This month, this is a holding zone. If I have client work or marketing I need to get done at some time, as sometime in the month, it goes here. I don't work on anything on this list until it is promoted my flight plan or directly onto a day plan. The someday list, this is where all my random ideas, cool technology, new projects go. At least twice a week, I purge old ideas and review this list. Eight, number eight hero, mindfulness. I never think of the future. It comes soon enough. Albert Einstein. In a study after study, mindfulness habits reduce fatigue, symptoms of illness ranging from headaches to chest pain and depression and improve mental function. People that practice mindfulness can focus more on 
work, take less sick time, and feel happier. The cool part for people like me is you don't have to sit cross-legged chanting mysterious incantations to get the benefits of mindfulness. If this sounds good, and why wouldn't it? Let's break it down. Mindfulness is the non-judgmental focus on emotions, thoughts, and sensation in the present moment. It is really meditation, but with more option, but with more options for your practice. You can practice mindfulness while wake, while walking, in meditation, during yoga, or through breathing exercises. The goal isn't so much the type of discipline; it's more about consistency and results. However, you get them. Here are six super simple mindfulness practices you can build into your day. Just sit there. Take a few minutes to be still and sit. Allow all your worries and random must-dos to float away. Don't worry about technique or objectives. Just sit there. It can be like a mini vacation in the middle of a harried day of rushing. Breathe. Our breath is the center point of our being and health. When you slow your breathing, you slow your metabolism. Even your mind spins a little slower. Breath in, breath in, or breathe in through your nose for the count of five. Then breathe or breath out. Breath in through your nose for the count of five. Then breath out through your mouth uh, for the count of five repeat ten times it could be the best uh, that it could be the best two minutes of your day interesting when i practice yoga my mind goes to vegas starting with the first uh, shavasana lying on back uh, thoughts like what ifs I should have, and I can't believe I forgot to bounce like unwanted beach balls into my consciousness. It's bloody annoying. Mindfulness is about noticing without attachment and letting go. Like a leaf floating past on a river, negative, regretful, blaming thoughts don't have to touch you they just float past notice them floating past and silently say interesting free walking going to a meeting fetching a coffee catch yourself going into your head and let it go for just those few minutes let let it go in a free walk i like to leave my office every afternoon and walk around the block no agenda no crazy all consu- no crazy, all-consuming thoughts, just walking. I always return happier, more centered, and re-energized. Talisman focus, pick something in your office or home and bring all your attention to it. That can be your talisman. Mine is a photocopy of a postcard my brother Dan wrote to me in 1993, the last time I heard from him. Let the word slip by and bring your attention to your talisman. Notice random thoughts trying to pull you away. Acknowledge them. No judgment. Simply allow. Willpower waiting. It takes a bit of discipline to wait without fussing with your phone or worrying about the 10 a.m. meeting. Discipline builds willpower and willpower builds confidence and strength. Waiting without doing can be an act of meditation. At the stoplight, the check-out counter. At the stoplight, the check-out counter or before the meeting starts. No ashram. No ashram, sweaty yoga mat or wilderness retreat. It can happen where you are. We have met the enemy. We are what we repeat, Aristotle. How are you feeling? Have you spotted a need? It's great that we have spent some time together while I tell you about hero habits, but that's not what this book is for.
it's all about you doing something different. Imagine if you procrastinated a little less, were grateful a little more, and invested in your health more consistently, wouldn't that be wonderful? What if you were kinder to your partner, delegated more fully, and slept a little longer? Wouldn't that be great? That's what hero habits do. And it all starts by feeling the need. In the 1960s, Walt Kelly's comic strip character Pogo famously exclaimed, We have met the enemy and he is us. Have you met your enemy? Do you know the cost of not changing? That's the enemy. And it's always lurking around, waiting to move in and convince you, change and convince you change can wait. Too many people try to lose weight once they are obese or wait 20 years before they decide to quit smoking or rush to see a financial planner only when they are close to retirement. Instead of waiting, use my little secret. It is a secret of the start. The secret of the start. We can't all and some of us don't, that's all there is to it. Aeor speaking to Winnie the Pooh. Maybe you've had this experience. After days thinking about it, you decide to clean out your closets and throw away or donate clothes you don't want. Before you know it, you've cleaned the closet. Did the same. Before you know it, you cleaned the closet, did the same to a bookshelf and started on the living room. Or maybe you found your momentum after the first sales call or the first few paragraphs of your blog post or 10 minutes into your run. Your success was ignited by starting, just like a big fire. You have to start with a small flame. That's also how you create a new habit. Start small. Once you recognize the need, design the new habit and invent a reward, it's time to start small. I stopped drinking coffee 17 years ago by simply committing to one coffee-free week. I started blogging by first committing to just one blog every month. I built an education fund for my daughters with just one small payment every month. Don't get me wrong. It's great to do big stuff. Volunteer in Nepal. Compete in a charity running race land a huge sale all awesome but but it's habits that build a successful life but it's habits that build a successful life and first you have to start so here is your homework your homework if you made it this far that tells me something about you my guess is you care about doing your best and you want more That's what hero habits can do for you, give you more productivity, wealth, even happiness. Your homework is to get started by doing this. Pick one. What is the one habit that I wrote about, see the list below, that got your attention? Maybe you've recognized a need you've had for some time, but have been ignoring it. Or maybe reading this made you think of a habit you need to stop. Or maybe you have a good habit, but you need to revive it and use it more often. It's time to create your hero habits and you need to start once more. Here are the hero habits in this book. There are many, many more, but this is a good start. One hero, sleep. Number one hero, sleep. Number two hero, mornings. Number three, hero, listening. Number four, hero, eating. Number five, hero, fitness. Number six, hero, reading. Number eight, hero, mindfulness. Maybe it should be seven here. Uh, And these are the pages that I've... So you have the pages even here so that he can refer to. My friend, you know... My friend, you know what you need to do? Trust that by starting, repeating, and improving your new 
hero habits it will serve you day after day i know this is true be your best see the best in others and make it happen you deserve it hugh culver once you make a decision the universe conspires to make it happen immersion alhamdulillah praise be to allah get your free videos videos and more helpful resources at www.hughculver.com hugh h-u-g-h culver c-u-l-v-e-r one word hughculver.com take care salam peace